This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. What happened today raises many questions. For us as a country, for the army as a professional group, even for us as journalists. How did something like this even happen? How do you react to a tragedy like this? That defines us as people, our response. Unfortunately, today, it's not a good look. This crash will be investigated for a long time. Was it a technical snag? Was it poor piloting? Was it just bad weather or a conspiracy? The fact is we don't know and we do not wish to speculate. The crash itself is still a mystery. But what happened before and after the crash was in our control. Did General Bipin Rawat have the best possible transport? Why was he flying in a lone chopper? Why was there no backup? I know it's too late to ask these questions, but someone must, or else this won't be India's last aviation tragedy. Remember, we're talking about the top military officer of the country. He advised India's defense minister. He led the tri-services. Today, his schedule had none of that. It was supposed to be a normal day. Travel from Sulur Air Base to the Wellington Staff College, around 50 kilometers. 30 minutes of flying time. It should have been a simple pick and drop. Instead, it became a dark day in Indian history. 13 out of the 14 people on board died. Is this the best we can offer? $72 billion spent on defense, the third highest military budget in the world. And for what? Our top general could not safely fly 50 kilometers. Surely this doesn't happen everywhere. General Rawat's chopper was flying alone, no support, no backup team. They were flying through the Nilgiri Hills, not exactly perfect terrain, it's a jungle. Sometimes there's fog, so tricky conditions. And what was the general flying in? An MI-17 V-5 helicopter, they call it the workhorse of the Indian Air Force. That's right, the workhorse. India's top general was transported in a workhorse. In fact, this is what all high-ranking Indian officials get, from chief ministers to the Indian president. Just think about it. It could have been anyone in that helicopter today, any high-ranking Indian official. It's become a recurring theme in India. We've lost many public officials to such aviation mishaps, crash landings, radars gone haywire, mechanical failures, many reasons for the same result. Let me give you a quick recap. September 2nd, 2009, a helicopter carrying Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister Vaisai Reddy goes missing. Next day, we learn that it has crashed. April 30th, 2011, Arunachal Pradesh Chief Minister Dorji Khandu's helicopter goes missing. The wreckage is found three days later. March 3rd, 2002, Lok Sabha Speaker GMC Balayogi dies in a helicopter crash in Andhra Pradesh. May 2001, the chopper carrying Arunachal Pradesh's Education Minister crashes. Five others were also on board. The reason? Poor visibility. I could go on, but you get my point. We cannot keep dismissing these as freak events. A well-prepared system must account for everything, tragedies, mishaps, attacks, everything. As a country, we cannot wake up to news like this, to pictures like these. Pictures of a general's mangled helicopter. Which brings me to my next question. How did we react to this tragedy? They say crisis brings out the best in man. Well, not in this case. Today was a rat race. On social media, on some news channels, it was a rat race. Who will broadcast the pictures first? Who will keep the viewers hooked? Honestly, it was disgusting. Some things are beyond news. And today was one such day. More than a dozen people's lives were at stake. Rescue workers were toiling hard. Reporting all of this was important, yes. Sensationalizing it, not at all. General Rawat's death 
was announced by the Indian Air Force and they posted the statement at 6.03 Indian time. This was the official confirmation. But some people on social media did not wait this long. I'll give you an example. This post by a retired officer at 2.52 p.m. Rest in peace, General Bipin Rawat, he says, a full three hours before the Air Force announced and confirmed it. What's the rush here? Since when is someone's death a social media race? Are you trying to impress someone with your information or trying to hurt the general's family? Either way, it is tragic and disappointing. Same with the pictures we got from the crash site. We get that the chopper has crashed. We get that there was a fire. You do not have to circulate pictures of the injured. They deserve dignity. They deserve treatment. What they don't deserve is people shoving mobile phones on them. If you're on social media, you've probably seen those pictures. We've decided not to broadcast them. It doesn't add to the news, we believe. But it does rob the victims of their dignity. You also have another set of people celebrating this tragedy. What do you say to them? Some people say it was quote-unquote deserved. Others are calling it karma for what happened in Nagaland. The word disgusting does not even begin to cover such people. You may not have liked General Bipin Rawat, but there's a place and time for criticism. And today certainly was not the place or time. For hours, we had no clue about the general's condition. Was he rescued? Was he alive? Would he make it? It was a tense time. And to celebrate that tense time takes a special kind of cruel. Unfortunately, that is what our society has come to. Let me say this. General Bipin Rawat's legacy will live forever. India's first chief of defense staff, a fearless leader of the Indian Army, a man who rarely minced his words. How can we honor this brave legacy? By making sure that he's the last in a long list, by eliminating such mishaps, and as a society, by beating our worst selves.